Welcome back to Inside the Daily Press. My name is Matthew Hall. I am the editor here, and here are some of the things you need to know to start your week. There has been an increase in scooter injuries that coincides, unsurprisingly, with the increase in popularity of the devices. According to a new UCLA-led research paper, scooter injuries nearly tripled across the United States from 2016 to 2020, along with a similar increase in severe injuries requiring orthopedic and plastic surgery over the same period. Uh, Research authors noted that the injury characteristics are influenced by several factors, including the use of protective gear, uh, road conditions, and the particulars of individual accidents, including other vehicles involved. Uh, The popular secondhand store Buffalo Exchange has permanently closed. The Main Street branch of the popular secondhand clothing store closed on January 14th, with the shop's website proclaiming that it was a tough decision to refocus on their other locations. Starting out as an original buy-sell-trade fashion shop in Tucson, Arizona in 1974, the company now has over 40 locations across the country, including Sherman Oaks, Melrose, Orange County, and Ventura. According to staff, the lease is up on the Main Street location, and the all-stock will be distributed to other outlets in the area. Um, Some staff are moving to new stores, specifically one that is soon to open in Pasadena, and the outlet has said that store credit will transfer to other locations. The Rent Control Board has followed Council's lead in backing the Justice for Renters Act. Uh, The Rent Control Board passed its unanimous recommendation at a January 11th meeting. The act serves as California voters' third chance to expand rent control rules, specifically overriding much of the Costa-Hawkins Rental Act, which puts limitations on local regulations. Rent Control Board member Lonnie Gwynn presented the discussion item, stating that the board should lend an official motion of support to meet their mission and not just let people assume that they would support it because of its subject matter. Santa Monica Domes are on course for a March grand opening. In November of last year, Downtown Santa Monica Inc. voted unanimously to move ahead with a 360-degree immersive dome entertainment activation on the site of former Parking Structure 3. The project has been tweaked in the meantime, with the layout changing a little bit and will now feature two domes, each 50 foot in diameter, and four smaller domes. The activation will focus on a brand new animated universe aimed at children that centers around an indigenous girl, Haibu, who possesses the ability to speak to animals. Um, The Santa Monica site is going to feature a picnic area, merchandise stalls, bathrooms, as well as food and beverage outlets and a fully licensed bar. Uh, The grand opening for the facility is estimated to be in March. Longtime local favorite bar JP's is set to reopen in a matter of weeks. Nearly two years after an application for a permit to sell alcohol beverages was seen at 925 Wilshire Boulevard, JP's Sports Bar and Grill is set to reopen at that address about a block west from its original location. Having been around since the 1970s, JP's closed its original Wilshire location in 2021. Management states they're hoping to open in a matter of weeks, potentially in time for the Super Bowl, and the owners told the Daily Press that the main room of the bar will eventually incorporate 25 television screens in addition to a large second area with pool tables and even more television screens. This week will be the 2024 homeless count. A variety of volunteers are going to go out throughout the community to physically count the number of homeless people on the streets. The count's results will be released in several months, and they are used for many purposes. Specifically, they are used by other agencies to determine how much aid individual constituencies get as a result of homelessness. They also are just a point-in-time track of how good or bad cities are doing when it comes to homelessness. Results from last year's count showed about a 9% increase countywide, but a 45% increase in the Santa Monica area. 
Uh, nationwide, homelessness increased by about 12% last year, and it's expected to be a topic of conversation in this year's election. So in keeping with my habit in recent weeks, I want to talk about a local business that I think you should support. Again, these are not advertising driven. These are just places I have been recently that I think are worth your time. So anyone that gets up early knows most of Santa Monica doesn't. This is not a surprise to anyone that's out and about. We'll call it before even say 8 a.m., which isn't that early, but apparently it is for a lot of places who are trying to serve breakfast because you can't get it in as many places as you think you could in a city of this size. But one of the places you can go every day at actual breakfast hours is Bagel Nosh on Wilshire. Now, Bagel Nosh is one of many bagel places in Santa Monica. It's not a surprise that to anyone that you can find many, many choices for your bagel in this city. But what makes Bagel Nosh unique, we'll call it, is both their price point, very reasonable, and I think the quality of the product. You can get a whole slew of bagels. There are many places in town that maybe give you two, three, four, five options. Bagel Nosh runs the gamut. You want the classics, you want a rye, you want an onion bagel, you want a garlic bagel, great, they've got it. If you want to go wild a little bit, try the jalapeno cheddar bagel that has a pile of jalapenos on top of it. That has then been covered with cheese that has then been melted as the bagel bakes. So you get a cheesy jalapeno crust on the top of your bagel. And when you slice it and then toast it again with cream cheese, you get a great transition of textures. You also get a little bit of a gamble because sometimes jalapenos are really spicy. Sometimes they're not. But either way, it's great. You also get really good quality cream cheese from Bagel Nosh. My personal tip is ask them for the bagels well done. I like my bagel a little crispier. Perhaps you like it a little bit less. I always ask for it well done or at least toasted twice. The other thing I get from there all the time is their basic breakfast. Eggs scrambled, sausage, hash browns, and a bagel. And that meal easily, easily feeds two people for under 20 bucks, which is not something you're going to get anywhere else in town. If you go there enough, you'll start to recognize people. My partner is a big fan of their iced coffee, particularly the vanilla hazelnut blend. Feel free to try that. And again, these are not solicitations. They're not sponsorships. I get nothing if you buy your bagel there or somewhere else. But I do think Bagel Nosh is a Santa Monica institution. Their parking lot is terrible. Try to avoid using it. It is an institution in and of itself for the nightmare that you will encounter trying to get in and out of it. But the bagels are great. The people are friendly. You will see locals and regulars there every day that you go in. And it's somewhere that I think is well-deserving of your time and cash. And for those who, who aren't aware of the local institution's location, uh, Bagel Nosh is actually at 1629 Wilshire Boulevard. Um, they are a breakfast and lunch place only. They close, they close at 2.30. They open most days pretty early, depending on what your definition of early is. 6.30 a.m. Uh, Monday through Friday, and then 7.30 a.m. on weekends. Thanks for listening to Inside the Daily Press. You can find all of the news of the day on our website at smdp.com. From there, you can also sign up for our newsletter, The Current, and get headlines delivered straight to your email box. Thanks for listening.